Hey everybody and welcome back to Insert Coins. My name is Mike Engelhart. It has been a while. Took a break from doing the podcast to kind of relax, recoup, get the energy level back up. It's been a while since early December. Haven't had a chance to talk to everybody out there. So thank you so much for the patience as Insert Coins was waiting to come back online, but we are back. It is 2021. If you're new here, we're a podcast dedicated to the world of video games from the perspective of somebody who works in the industry, and that is me. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a returning listener, thanks again for coming back. Good to have you here. And if you are new, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcasting site so you can get notified of any of the exciting episodes coming up from Insert Coins. So good to be back. A lot of video game stuff happening. A lot of stuff I want to get to here in the coming weeks. I'm definitely going to do a retrospective coming up on what it's been like sort of the first almost 90 days with the new next-gen consoles being the Series X and PS5. So I'll have thoughts on that down the road. In the news, in the video game world, there was actually some interesting news recently that affected my past, and that was Next Level has finally been acquired by Nintendo after a long line of successful games. It will be official, I guess, in March is what the news articles were stating, but Next Level will finally officially move under the Nintendo umbrella, and they've had a lot of great success with Nintendo. I've been fortunate enough to be part of those games in the past, the Punch-Out game, the Strikers series. Um, More recently, though, you'd say Next Level has really found their footing. The Luigi's Mansion 3 product sold extremely well for Nintendo, and it just made sense eventually for the company to move under the Nintendo umbrella. So congratulations to all my friends and coworkers that are still there at the company. I'm sure it's exciting times and to become official and be cemented to continue to work with Nintendo. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of great products and great opportunities for those great people down the road. So congratulations again. Uh, Nothing better than seeing people that you've worked with in the past find success getting acquired and especially getting acquired by such an amazing uh, company as Nintendo. In line with that, uh, one of our listeners, Isaiah Rivers, who I know is chasing the video game field as well, reached out to me back in December, and he wanted to know if there was going to be another sequel for the Striker series, what would I do, given that I worked on the first two? And I told him, hey, you know what, when we get back online and... Uh, the next episode comes out, and it's been a while since then, it was middle of uh, December, that I would honor that question and create an episode around what I would do if there was going to be a sweet sequel to Strikers on the Switch. So thank you so much, Isaiah, for sending in that question and reaching uh, out to me on Twitter. You can always get in contact with me on Twitter at the Big One Mike. Happy to take your questions and suggestions for episodes. So thanks again uh, for Isaiah. Thank you for listening, and thank you for the feedback on the show. So obviously working at Next Level, worked on the first Strikers game, and then the second one, Mario Strikers Charged, and it was a sequel. And it was a very quick sequel. It happened soon after the Strikers game on GameCube came out. The game had sold very well. They actually even had a pack-in late in the GameCube cycle where you could get a new GameCube and Strikers at the same time. And given how well it sold through for a product being so late in a console cycle, Nintendo wanted to jump on it for the week. So we uh, literally started Strikers Charge very, very soon after Super Mario Strikers came out. 
And in thinking about the question Isaiah asked me, I went back and was thinking about what do we go through in that process there. And there's a couple of things I think you have to take into consideration when you do a sequel out there for any product. Um, the first point is what made the game successful because you don't want to leave behind what has worked. And when we think of the Striker series itself, going from the first one to Charged, it was a very fast-paced arcade battle sports game, if you will. Um, the gameplay was quick. It was very reactive. It was about picking combinations of players. It was about special moments. It was about the power-up system that we adapted from Mario Kart. And that core, which helped that first game sell so well, had to be there in the second version itself. Now, given that you're trying to leverage a core, it doesn't mean you can't change the core or make it better. Case in point, when Strikers went from Strikers to Strikers Charged, we ended up adding in the power on the ball, the charge on the ball, if you will, which really helped to uh, create a binary percentage on your opportunity to score in the game. Obviously, the um, uh, more that the ball got charged and when you actually achieve the white color around the ball it was your best opportunity to score. So while that was a new feature, it's built on top of what's already been there. Um, I would also say you need to remember the vision on which your game was built and some of the pillars that you had in the game as well. And for Strikers, as an example, um, the game was built on everything being focused around increasing your chance of scoring or increasing your chance of defending against the other team from scoring. Those are the two things that we really focused on a lot of features. So you can't leave that behind as well. Sometimes games out there, I find, will forget what worked in the previous version and they won't bring that forward. Um, it also makes me think of a product, the uh, Sniper Elite series on console, that always had these, I don't know, better than Hollywood kill moments in the game. And they never left that behind. In fact, they continued building on that. And that was that moment that you really were, were sinking in the game and they leveraged that very well. So make sure you don't leave behind what worked and remember what made the game successful. So having said that, if there was a third Strikers game, it would still have to be this fast-paced battle sport. I'm not sure if you could do anything more with the ball charge system. You could think about that. Um, I'm not sure if that's something you need to play with or change. Uh, you need the power-up system. Um, you'd need the ability to create your own team. So three different sidekicks, a captain. Um, where you'd probably want to build on something like that in terms of what's work is more selection. I know a lot of people have concepted different captains, different sidekicks. A lot of people really like the art style of Mario Strikers Charged. So more variety there uh, would be good. You'd argue that the fields played a big part in the game, but it's fair to say not everybody liked every field that was in the product. I still, you know, even though I worked on it, I was never happy with the dump because I thought it was a very tough field uh, to play on. So perhaps removing some of the fields that were not that successful and coming up with new ones would be good. But I would say more variety in the characters, the stadiums, the sidekicks. That's really where I'd add and, and being able to leverage on what's what's been successful. The pace of the game can't change and just the overall feel should be the same because that's what's made Strikers Charge so memorable for so many people. Another question you have to think about is, has the platform changed since last release? What are we actually going to release on? And what is there that we can and should take advantage of? So again, going back in time, going from the GameCube to the Wii, there the platform obviously had changed. 
and knowing that there was the accelerometers and this ability to have physicality be part of what the player put into the game, we wanted to take advantage of that. I would say you have to be very careful with how you leverage things because you don't just want to use things for the sake of using it. If it does not have a good design inspiration, if it's not going to make the game better, don't put it in. We could have done a lot of things with gestures and striker's charge. We just did a flick, a flick to do the shoulder charge in the game. It worked very well. Obviously, the other thing that we did is we used the sensor in the end of the Wii mode and we took the super strike, which was worth two goals in the first strikers game. And now it could be worth up to six, depending on how you um, interacted with the meter. And then, of course, by pointing at the screen and, and clicking on the A button, you can make saves. So those were things that we did to take advantage of the platform. It also had a Wi-Fi, so that was something we took advantage of with our uh, striker of the day and the different competitions we had with the uh, Wi-Fi connection on the Wii. But now we'd be going from the Wii to the Switch. And so things have changed a little bit. The question would be, do you still want to make this a game where you're playing with each of the Joy-Cons in your hands? Uh, are people playing primarily with the Joy-Cons attached to the Switch if it's in portable mode or using a Pro Controller? You also have to be able to think about using both mechanics if you were going to do that. It feels like motion might be a stretch on the Switch, but it would be something to, uh, to play with. Again, if you weren't going to use motion, if you had a Pro Controller or had the Joy-Cons attached uh, to the controller uh, accessory, is this a game where you could just simply hit buttons to shoulder charge, hit buttons to slide tackle? Um, would the Mega Strike go away? Because you don't have that same functionality. I probably would remove the Mega Strike and come up with a different pinnacle moment or heightened moment in the game around that concept of being able to score more goals because you don't have the same mechanics as you did back then. And I would say, I know a lot of people say, saying, hey, why haven't they done or ported Striker's Charge to the Switch? Well, these are really good questions that I'm throwing out that they would have to solve. So the Mega Strike probably has to change. Defending the Mega Strike probably has to change. Shoulder charges probably go into onto a button. But again, having said that, depending on where whether you're playing, you could have a world where the Joy-Cons are in your hands and you're playing very similar uh, to Striker's Charge. You'd have to prototype a lot of that stuff to see if it's going to work. Again, just because you can do it doesn't mean it's always something that you should. Um, could also use the touchscreen. That could be something that you, you play around with as well and decide if that's something that you want to do. So there's a lot of different things that you could interact with depending on, on what you're trying to do. I would probably just keep it, go away from motion and try to make this a more traditional battle sport game using buttons. But again, I'd want to prototype the motion just to see before I rule it out. Third question is, how has the market changed and are there new user expectations? It's fair to say that as time has gone on since Mario Strikers Charge has come out, um, eSports has been uh, something that's been ever growing all over the world. Competing and uh, more online play is definitely where we are today. Actually, you've seen a lot of games just go away from single player modes altogether and make it more about an online experience, especially in the shooter market. So I would say there are more expectations on a, uh, another strikers game having a more built out online mode whether those are leagues competitions tournaments uh would strikers potentially turn into an esports game that's a good question but i think users would want the 
online competition to be bigger than what it's ever been before. To have it grow, to have it really harness the competitive landscape that these games have offered. So I would definitely spend time in developing out that feature set to ensure that we're giving people the ability to be more competitive than they've ever been in a Strikers game before. While we had some of that with the Wi-Fi connection on Strikers Charge, that goes back a number of years. And we've come a long way since then. And I think you've seen things such as successive games like Rocket League, where you can easily see a more focused competitive experience being about being being what a new Strikers game would be about. Obviously, Mario Kart has also evolved over the years to where you can be involved now more in an online fashion, compete against other people. And it's, you know, it's something that Nintendo hasn't, they haven't excelled at as a company, but I definitely think it's something that if I was going to sequel the Strikers game, I would focus on that being a big thing uh, that we deliver on because I think the market has changed and I do think user expectations are different than when the last Strikers game came out. The other thing you always want to do too is look over your shoulder and say, were there any features that we left behind in the last version? Obviously from Strikers to Strikers Charge, you could see by what we built, there were a ton of features that we left behind from the first game to the second game. Or in that case, because the cycle was so short, didn't get a chance to build. Strikers Charge was a pretty full-on, full-featured experience. Online was definitely an area that I think, you know, we could have done more. We didn't leave anything behind because we built within the confines of what we could and tried to build something that was relevant for the time. Obviously, again, 10 years or so has passed and there's been a lot of change in the online aspect to what we were just talking about earlier. But I would say we didn't really leave anything behind in Strikers Charge. But I would say it doesn't matter what you're sequeling. It's something you should look at because sometimes you don't have the time to put everything in the game that you want to put in the product. So there's always going to be a backlog. There's always going to be things that you can uh, leave behind, things you ultimately have to leave behind because it's all about time, features, and money in game development. And you always don't have the time to put everything you want in the game. So I don't think there's anything left behind for Strikers. I think we put everything in the kitchen sink in that game. I can tell you we did because it was a tuning challenge unlike uh, no other that I've done in my career. And the team did a great job. But if you're making a sequel, I do, I do think that's something you have to do. Always make sure you check the backlogs and is there anything we didn't get a chance to do that we really wanted to do. So in summary, what would I do? And I have no idea if Next Level is going to make a, another one. I know a lot of people want them. But again, hopefully this conversation today is kind of put in perspective why probably haven't seen one. To be honest, if they were going to port anything, the first Strikers game is much easier to port to Switch than Strikers Charged. Um, so what would I do in the sequel, uh, third version again for summary? So I would make sure we bring forward what has worked. The ball charge system, captains, sidekicks, interactive stadiums. All that stuff has to come forward. But I would add more captains, more sidekicks, more stadiums. I probably would get rid of some of the stadiums that didn't work. Given that we're on the switch, I would question, do we have motion? I think that's something that I would prototype because I'm not sure if it would work. Um, there's a touch screen to take advantage. Do we want to do that? Again, depends if you're playing on just in handheld mode. So there's things you have to consider there as well. I might go just a button only design for this game. Things we know we probably have to change. The Mega Strike, that can't be the same, both on the offensive and defensive end, just because the controls are not the same from the Wii to the Switch. 
In terms of market changing and new user expectations, blow out the online capabilities of this game. Make it as competitive as, as it's been. Harness the competition that people are looking for, that people enjoyed with this game. Make it bigger. Leads, competitions, tournaments, online cups, potentially even esports. And did we leave anything behind? No, we didn't leave anything behind. We brought everything forward. And I think those are the things that I would do. So thank you again to Isaiah Rivers for the question. It was awesome prepping and discussing this topic here today. If you have anything you'd like me to talk about on the show, again, you can reach me on Twitter at the big one, Mike. You can also email me insertcoinstalk at gmail.com. Always looking for insight and ideas to discuss on the show. Thanks again to Isaiah. Hopefully you enjoyed this. And if you have any feedback, you know where to reach me. And who knows where the future goes again. Congrats to Next Level Games on getting acquired by Nintendo. And I'll be honest, I'm hoping too they do another Strikers game because it would be fun just to enjoy it purely as a gamer. And that will bring us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. Hopefully, learned a little bit about how to sequel games and some of the stuff to take into consideration. And my thoughts on what I would do if there was a third Strikers game. And who knows? Only Nintendo Next Level will know if we'll ever get a chance to see that. But now you have some perspective on, again, maybe why we haven't seen one yet today. But never say never. It was a great series. It did well. I'm sure there's the outside chance that maybe we even at least see a Super Mario Strikers ported at some point in time. But yeah, I would love to see a threequel to the series. If you have any feedback on the show, as always, you can reach me at InstaCoinStock at gmail.com over on Twitter at TheBigWinMike. Thank you so much for tuning in. Great to be back here with you all today. And until next time, happy gaming, everybody.